Welcome to House Call with Dr. Mack, where you get a real doc with straight talk for the whole you. Today, my guest is Mrs. Carolyn Mounter. She's a wife, mother, grandmother, and my Aunt Carol. I'm so excited to sit down with her today because she is going to tell her story of how a simple symptom led her to the doctor in time for her to get intervention that saved her life. We're opening up the chapter on the heart and heart disease. There are some staggering statistics out there. The CDC has has stated that one in four women die from heart disease. And only 54% of women recognize heart disease as the number one killer of women. We, we, we're getting educated on men as well, but the women's statistics are still showing that there is a disparity between women and their mortality and their morbidity from this versus men. So I want you, as you're listening, to sit down, let's have some conversations, let's connect these dots, let's get some straight talk. So Aunt Carol, I am so glad to be sitting down with you and talking with you this evening. Um, I tell you, this is such a big topic that I know we're going to, this is going to be the start of several conversations, as I say in my show, that this is where we start connecting the dots so that we can create a partnership with our healthcare providers and have whole person care. So what I want to, what I want to delve in with you is you have a very unique story. And I want you to tell us your story, and I want you to also give us your professional background, if, if you could. Okay, I'd be glad to, Nikisha. Um, as you know, um, I worked at Huntsville Hospital and, you know, other places as a registered nurse. And um, this, my, um, while I was at Huntsville Hospital, I discovered that I was uh, diabetic, type 2, you know, adult onset diabetes. Oh, okay. And, um, yes, um, which I have been able to control pretty much by my diet, and I also take, you know, oral medications for it. Okay. I don't have to take insulin, thank God. Oh, And if wonderful. I look really good, I don't even really have to take all medications. Wow. Uh, so that was back in the, uh, I would say around 93 when I discovered that I was a, a diabetic. And that was accidentally at work. You know, I took my finger uh, by accident. It became, let me take my blood sugar. And then it was like 300-something. Whoa. That's how I discovered I was a diabetic. Cool. So anyway, I was, you know, thinking that I was managing it all right. You know, I would get my, um, you know, the global A1C done, and things would be pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, not optimal, but pretty good. Okay. Well, back in 2004, mm-hmm. my husband and I were um, going, we were doing a lot of walking, you know, trying to find a, a healthy lifestyle. Yes. And um, 
every time we would walk, I would get a little short of breath. Okay. And I'd have to stop for a few minutes, and then I'd catch my breath, and then, you know, we'd continue walking. And we would walk, sometimes, one day we walked about seven miles, you know, we would just do quite a bit of walking. But then this would happen a little too frequently. The, and, um, the shortness of breath. Day, Carol, I don't want, I don't mean to interrupt you. Did you do a stress test at all? Um, I'm trying to remember. I think I did a stress test, yes, I did. Okay. Which was, you know, it wasn't that bad. And even when I went in for the catheter, uh, the technician said, you know what, we get a lot of people coming in here, and we can generally tell those that are going to have to have surgery and those that aren't. He says, and you look fine. Whoa. Uh, when we went in, I wasn't fine. I had uh, four arteries that were blocked. So oh the doctor goodness. said, this was on a Friday, and it was also the weekend before the election, um, John Kerry and Bush. And I just, you know, was so anxious to go out and vote. The doctor said, no, you can't go home. I'm keeping you in over the weekend, and Monday we're going to do surgery. Wow. He said if I had a team, I would do surgery immediately. So, really? Uh, that Monday, you know, they did quadruple bypass on me, and <laughs> I'm still in shock because I never knew that my heart was bad. Well, once they got in there, Letitia, I was kind of shocked because um, the surgeon told me, he said, he saw evidence that I had a, a, a mild heart attack before. And then I knew immediately when that happened, um, we were going to Bermuda and we were rushing for a plane. And I remember rushing and I got like a tightness in my chest and I'm like, oh my God, I can't run anymore. What's going on? But I just thought it was just anxiety. And that's probably when I had the, the first mild heart attack. How, how? I'm a nurse, a registered nurse, and I didn't even realize what was going on, you know. Because we just think there's just a little ache and pain or a little indigestion. You don't know how, you know, how serious things are. 
movies are. My so that's goodness. my story, yeah. How, how? <laughs> oh my goodness. So this, Go ahead. So this is 10 years ago. So this was uh, November of 2004. I'll never forget because it was election weekend. Mm. And uh, the Tuesday, I had my surgery the Monday before election day, which I couldn't. Oh no! Oh no! Now, now this this is this is where I, w- I want to do some follow up. I want to I want to back up a little bit. You okay, said yes. you remember possibly when this mild heart attack occurred. How long yes. before your quadruple bypass are we talking? Wow, a year before. Now, you said you had almost a classic symptom then, like a tightening in the chest, kind of a pain where you said, oh, I can't, I can't go any just, further. It was just tight, right. It was, it was tight, and I, it, was, it was a little hard to breathe. You know, when, you, when you're rushing and you, you, you know, you're breathing heavy and it's a little hard to catch your breath, yes. that is the sensation I had. Wow. Now, I have to ask you, if... Your husband, and I call him Uncle Bob, so I need everybody to know when I start referring to Uncle Bob who I'm talking about. If Uncle Bob had said to you, oh, Carol, I have a tightness in my chest, I really can't move, or had the same symptomology as, as a wife, as a healthcare provider, what would you have said to him being a male with those symptoms? Wow, you know this. This is a this is a point that I, I'm glad you actually confirmed. I I was lis- listening to a um, a conversation between two physicians on a CME course, and they said that there was a, a startling statistic that they came up with, and I want to make sure that I I quote them correctly. They said that when they polled women. 65% of them, so if they had the symptoms that you had on the way to catch a plane to Bermuda, only 65% of them would have called 911. If their significant other, being a male, had had the same symptoms, 100% of them would have called 911. Wow. So what is it, why is there such this dis- disparity between women with these symptoms and men and men with these symptoms what do you think is is the disparity where do you think it comes from I, I would think well for me and I speak for myself is that maybe it's denial maybe I'm thinking surely this is not what it is because yeah. I've never had this before and yeah. um this can't be this has to be something else wow yes yes I, we we tend to feel that I don't know if we, if we feel that we have an S on our chest, that it's not going to happen to us, but we need to realize that our symptoms as women are just as alarming if it were in a male. And um, one thing that I, I wanted to, to back up and, and talk to you about as well is that in talking to people now, Aunt Carol, when they find out your story do they really know that 
heart disease is the number one killer for for women? You know, I, I don't I don't know if people really realize that. I know they say a lot. People are very much afraid of cancer, but I don't think they're that afraid of heart disease. Wow. And I came across a statistic as well that said one in three women die from heart disease. And that is actually, that's actually more than women that die from breast cancer. It's frightening. And, and, you know, just as we have a push for breast cancer awareness, for finding cures. Um, I've been involved in campaigns myself for breast cancer. What What do you think we could do to help educate the community on breast, on, um, I'm sorry, on um, heart disease in women? Heart, I, I think to let people know that, because this is my thinking, I always thought that the symptoms would be a lot more serious than they were, a lot more painful, a lot more pronounced. But they're not always, they're very subtle. Wow. When they say chest pain, I never had chest pain. So I don't think we should say chest pain. Mm -hmm. We should say chest discomfort. Okay. Um, discomfort, um, um, shortness of breath that you really... I mean, even if you, even if you're exerting yourself, you know, and it, it happens, you still have to watch it. You know, it, it's just very subtle. I, I think heart disease is subtle. Yeah. That that's so true. That is so true. It's so subtle in women. I I've come across some symptoms that say it almost feels like indigestion sometimes. It, exactly. It does. You know, and um. Thinking this is not that bad, and, mm. and, and you know, hearts just <laughs> yes. And, and maybe maybe it's because women, you know, we, we, we um, ignore the aches and the pains, and we should really maybe pay more attention to it. That's true. That we is ignore true. Things a lot, you know, just it'll go away. You know. Exactly. Oh my goodness, we do that so much to ourselves. Do you have, in thinking about the risk factors, you talked about discovering that you had type 2 diabetes in 93, that yeah. you have done some changes, you've been able to control your diabetes. Did you have yeah. any family history of heart disease? Do I have a family history? Yes. Oh, you know, you asked that. Uh, that's something that should have been mentioned. Um, in 2004... My mother, um, this was in May of 2004, had a heart attack. Actually, she she had a you know, sudden, sudden death. Whoa. They had to revive her. And she was never real. Well, she lost consciousness when she was out, you know, oxygen for several minutes. Oh, wow. So even though she was revived after a while, she never, um, she she lost some brain function, okay? Mm -hmm. She wasn't, she was never the same. Her memory was gone. Yes. Uh, pretty much, you know, she, she was a different person. So that happened in 2004 with my mother. I went to take care of her. I was, I was in the hospital with her, you know, and I was with her for a while. So even with all of that happening, 
that happening to my mother, you would think that I would still be more aware that it could happen to me. Yes. And still, and I would still not even aware of that. Wow. I mean, I had lots of signs. Wow. When I want to go back to the when you were in the hospital, you know, um, your your oldest daughter and I are very good friends. <laughs> so yeah, she, she was teasing you at one point in this story about when you were admitted to to the hospital, and they told you you were going to be admitted, and you did allude to the fact that you were saying, "I need to be a good citizen and go cast my vote in this That's historical right. election." What what was when they said to you, "This is pretty serious. We need to keep you." What else was going through your mind when they were really saying, "You know, this is a kind of do not pass go, do not collect two hundred dollars, go straight to admission." <laughs> um, I don't feel bad. I feel okay. What's the problem? Ah, uh, so you did I'm not have. You didn't have any physical hindrance at that point. Not at all. Not at all. Wow. And so while you're in the hospital, you go through surgery, you yeah. you come out, and how long was your recovery inside the hospital? Inside the hospital, um, let's see. Well, the surgery... Immediately after surgery, it was horrible. I, I remember thinking, oh, <laughs> they should have just let me die. I oh, felt wow. so bad. Mm. That's how bad it was. I mean, I felt okay before, after when I felt horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, within a few days, I was a lot better. And, um, let's see, I had surgery in November. And in December, I went on a cruise. So I was feeling pretty good, pretty quick. Wow. Wow. <laughs> that, that's, that's a pretty fast, fast recovery. Do you remember a certain point? Yeah, yeah. And remember, I went to South Africa. When did we go? That would be like March, I think. April, March. Yeah, February, March. Then we went to South Africa. My so that was goodness. November. <laughs> it was for surgery. Oh, so, my you goodness. Know, you was there a point in time during your immediate recovery or rehabilitation that you really did see a light at the end of your tunnel, so to speak, where you knew you were going to be back to a level of function where you felt I'm 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 gonna be okay. I'm I'm really gonna beat this. All right. I, I think it was a, a you know a few days. When I was home for a few days, you know, and I started to move around and you start to, you know, feel a little bit better, then I knew it would be okay. I knew it would be okay. Okay. Yeah. So, now, I'm, I'm going to transition and ask you a couple of other um, insightful questions, and then I'm going to let you go. I know that you're you're getting ready to, to visit your family down south, is what a little birdie told me. So, um, what what lessons have you learned that you want your daughters to learn from your experience? What I've told my daughters is, I said, pay attention to, uh, pay attention to your body, you know, and don't 
put yourself on the back burner. Mm-hmm. Um, feel something, you know, just pay attention to what your body's telling you. Because I always say we're all walking around like ticking time bombs, you know, waiting to explode. Yeah. So just pay attention to what's going on with, with your with your body because I and you know and, and don't think that it can't happen to you because it can. You know, I think I was in some serious denial thinking that. Mm. Oh, I can't. You know, I can't have diabetes. Are you kidding me? I don't feel it. I don't feel bad. Yes. The whole time I never really felt that bad. Wow. Even with the shortness of breath, that would. That would come, but it would go. It would go away. Wow. And then I'd feel fine. So I was like, oh, you know, just a passing thing. So you really have to pay attention to these little things, these subtle little things. Wow. What are you doing to help educate your community now? Well, you know, at church, um, every year we have, you know, the red dress Sabbath. And, mm-hmm. you know, we, we you know, we, things like that. Community, um, not so much, but mostly uh, church community. Okay. Yes, your, your immediate community. Wow. Oh, wow. One last question. Then, oh, go ahead. I hear, you know, and anytime we have like members that have um, any heart problems, you know, I will talk to them and try to encourage them, especially if they're going to have to go and have surgery or cardiac cath or anything. You know, let them know going to be okay, you know. Yes. I've been through it. It's going to be okay. Oh, wonderful. A last question I have for you. Is there a personal philosophy or belief system that you that you subscribe to or live by? Is there a personal A personal Is there a personal belief system or philosophy that you personally live by? Yes, um, strong belief in God and in his healing power and that, um, you know, he listen to him, you know, and he'll lead you in the right path every day. Just listen. Thank you so much, Aunt Carol. This has really been enlightening. I really appreciate you taking the time. Thank you for asking me and having me and letting me just share. Oh, absolutely. 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 Thank you so much. And I can't wait till we meet again in person. You all be safe. And and your beautiful children, you know I see them on Facebook all the time. Yes, yes, yes. I know, I know. Well, you all be safe and have a good evening. Thank you so Thank much you again. So much. All right, bye-bye.